What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Charity Work. Three-day weekend streaming everywhere on every platform. You are now tuned in with one-on-one with Germ. Hey. <laughs> and just like that, we are back. Episode 136, one-on-one with Germ. Uh, took a little two-week hiatus, but I'm back to give y'all what y'all need. Dope people doing dope things here in the city, man. This week I got uh, a dope female producer. She's a record producer, superstar, extraordinaire. Houston's own charity working the building. How are you, Mel? Oh, that was dope. You know I gotta give I gotta give my guests you know the proper the proper uh, respect and in intros. You know, I, and I appreciate. You know, gotta gotta do it right. If you are gonna do it, if you are gonna have them on the show, you gotta do it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I t- I told you uh, this was what the last time we was at Baron. Then I was like, yeah, I gotta get you on. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, you and you and my good my good guy George Young. Absolutely. Your peoples, your kinfolk. Kinfolk. Y'all y'all dropped the project, so I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get you in here while it's still hot. So. How are you, man? You said your Friday was busy. It was busy. You said um, you you in superstar mode tomorrow, so you was ripping and running <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah, ripping and running, just trying to make sure, you know, I stay on top of everything. And last minute details. Last minute details, staying creative and making sure I look the part as well. You got to, by all <laughs> means, by all means. So you, you, you're you born and raised in Houston? Born and raised. Hey, man, uh, last of a dying breed. Really? We the last of a dying breed. <laughs> Everybody be so so transplanted from different cities. Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? You know, well, yeah, it is a little crowded now, so, yeah. Leave. Yeah, see that? No. <laughs> just, just leave. Y'all done packed up our freeways. You done packed up everything. Leave. Y'all think so? It's really that bad, you think? I feel like it's always been bad, though. Nah, it got bad like the last five to six. I say seven at the max. Mm, yeah, I guess so. The, the city ain't how it used to be. Uh, I, but I like it, though. I like the... You like it? We're evolving. I think we're evolving. It's finally... You know, we so... We so... We can be stuck sometimes. Look, we still have the dome. Why? <laughs> why, why it's a still, landmark. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a Houston landmark. It's just there. It's just there collecting dust. <laughs> hey, you just have to evolve. You have to grow. <laughs> I don't know. It's growing. I, I, they're growing too much for me. Ah. It's too. It, I don't know. It's not going in the right direction. I want so. These little niggas. These little niggas come here and just think it's the wild, wild west down uh, here. Well, yeah. I mean, hey. I can't disagree with that one. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason. But, I mean, if y'all treat the city right, the city will treat you right. Absolutely. That's why. It's your own day. <laughs> you never know. Hey, Sylvester, I need my day before you get up out of office. I mean, Charity need a day. Hey, you, you didn't get K. Michelle a day. You gave all these other Negroes days that don't even live here in the city. You don't, you don't have to. That's not in the requirements. <laughs> nah. You don't have to be certified. <laughs> nah, you got to be certified. I, I tell people that move here, you you got to be five years in to be a Houstonian. You got to be certified to get a day. Like, you can't just be just giving them out like they free meals. You got to at least know most city done. Hit a south side. South side. Some. Yeah. What side of town are you from? Southside. You from the Southside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southside still holding. Yeah, Southside still. You got to be able to hit the Southside. I mean, and I'm not talking about no just regular Southside. I'm talking about you got to get, bend your knees, get down to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> Real deal, Holyfield, Southside, you feel me? Arms and all. Got I don't want to hear nothing else. My knees too old. I don't want to hear it. If you want to say you certified from the city. You got to do certain things. What got you into uh, to music? Ooh, I mean, I'll make a long story sh- story short. I mean, that's hard. I've always been into music. Yeah. My dad had a very extensive um, record collection, and I think I just fell in love with it then because he was always playing something right. while he would cook. And then... Um, what did you fall in love with the most while he was cooking? Um, Osley Brothers. I remember it. I, I remember we stayed in Broadway Square. It's funny. Um, he would play Osley Brothers for the love of you. Mm. 
and uh, it'll be he'll barbecue on the patio because we stayed in an apartment mm-hmm. at the time. So that um, the Barcays Ohio players. Um, I used to love Stevie Wonder. Yeah, and he would have me come downstairs when his friends were were over, and um, I would sing. I don't know. I don't. I would try to sing "Ribbon in the Sky." Well, I don't know, but it's whatever. I he can knew see I your little. Sing. I can see your little sister trying to sing. <laughs> he knew I couldn't sing, but then he always say, "That's what you wanted to do." No, I didn't ask him, but <laughs> now you called me down here. <laughs> I'm like, I think you. I was minding me. my business. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, then from there, it just grew, like, being in the choir, growing up in the church, and then being in a drill team. Oh, you was on the drill team? Oh, yeah, St. Oh, Agnes, yeah. March of Faith. Yeah. <laughs> Baptist Church. Facts. Yeah. Dang, moms and grandma had you on the drill team like that? Tough. Grandmother. Oh, grandma had Grandmother, you. yeah. I knew it was mandatory. one of them. Yeah, it was mandatory, yeah. and when I finally... With the drill team, I was getting older, and she was highly upset with me for a while. Like probably up until college, she was like, "I still can't believe you left." <laughs> I had to let my wings flutter, Grandma. Yeah, come on now. So you went to the illustrious Prairie View University. The illustrious—they produce productive people. Absolutely. Now you went there during like the the, the highlight time mm-hmm. when everybody was there: Kirko, Dero, George. Every uh, uh 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 Crisco, party boys, party boys, Tim Woods, all of them like. Jay how what was like that scene like? Early Beat King. Yeah, yeah, Beat King came. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, Crush came. Yeah, yeah. What was like that scene like? That feeling back then that 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 you can explain to, you know, the audience that weren't there that can just picture. It. Cause I I remember some of them days. <laughs> I was at to? I went to Blend, but I was at PV. Okay, yeah, so you. Still I was at PV. I'm an honorary uh, graduate of Prairie View University. As much money as they got from me from parties. Mm-hmm. I'm an honorary graduate. It was a time. Yeah. It was a time when you think about it, like Hump Day, which is you know, Hump Day on the Hill. It's no other Hump Day like it. Nothing I mean, like. At least I don't think so. Nothing. But like. um, during that time. I remember when Darrell dropped Ice Cream Paint Job. It wasn't even that popular then, but we knew that was the one. It, as soon as it came on, all the Greeks and everybody was in the little center or we'll be dressed up. Yeah. It's, it was always a party, but in a really fun way. Not like we just go to school and party. We don't learn nothing. No, it was like we took care of our business, but we already knew if DJ Mr. Rogers was DJing somewhere, Facts. that's you had to be, be there. It. Yeah, it was it was two. It was either Mr. Rogers or DJ, DJ Cho. Oh, Merck? Yeah, Mer- Chose was later. Oh, Chose was later. I'm thinking Chose, Chose was, was a little later. In our in our age range. I feel mm. old. Oh. I feel old. I feel real old. Well, we, we just I'm aging not like the year I graduated. But just know <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers had it. Knights of yeah. Columbus. Knights of Columbus. Ooh, so hot in there. The Newman Center. The Newman Center. Yeah. It was lit. It was a, I don't know. You just had to be there because that was during that time. And that's when Boosie and Webby was at their peak as well. High time. Real fam ENT. Oh, man. You know? So. So yeah. what got you into, were you already creating music before? You you went to PV. What really got you? You zoned in to creating and to be a producer. Well, before I got to PV, me and my other friend, my homegirl um, Jalandria, we tried to start a, a girl group. <laughs> we tried a rap a, girl group or like no a, no singing a singing girl group. Okay. I didn't want to be lead. Like, we just wanted to be Destiny's Child at the end of the day. I didn't want to be lead. I want to be a little, you know, a little Kelly, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. a little Michelle. Or if we want to take it back, I want to be Latavia or Toya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Toya. You know, that was my favorite one back when I was in elementary. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, and I was trying to, I was like, okay, maybe I can start making our music. And, mm. Yeah, I think I made like one beat and we went and recorded. And. <laughs> But you know, how did y'all sound? How did y'all sound? Uh, what? (laughs) No, come again. It wasn't bad, but it it just needed. We just need a little direction. Y'all just just did one song. We needed producers. (laughs) 
You know, we need a little help, a little push. We needed a, a lot of that. You know, we would watch a, you know, the Destiny's Child DVD and be like, all right, I think we, I think we got, got our it. harmonies. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. So we got it. So that was our senior year, and then we went to Preview, and I don't know, like college life started happening. So I kind of put it off to the side. What really got you back into that zone? Was it during that time, or would you say, ooh, I got that itch again to? To really just sit there and just be a student and learn? Um, I tried during college, and that's when me and my best friend, um, we came out. We, we were a group, <laughs> but we were a was still a group in college? Group. We were called the no-namers. We tried. <laughs> you know, we tried. But um, I don't know. It's just at the time, we, we were trying to figure it out, and at the same time, graduate and get out of there. And but seeing you know the party boys and row and all them take off, it was just like oh, okay, cool. You know, I was just like that was the moment. You know, I was in it as far as being a fan. But um, once I graduated, that's when I would go to the Space City beat battles. Mm. So I would kind of soak in the the beat game, the knowledge there. So you know that was pretty popping in the city for sure. Oh wow. And then I was like, okay, um, hmm, I'm gonna try it out. And that was 2014. What, what was the first program you used? Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops? Yeah. That's your favorite? Um, I wanna say it's my favorite, but I'm back to it though. I'm back using it. Um, my favorite, I would say Machine. I've never heard of them. I've always heard of Logic really? and, and, and Fruity. I've never heard of Machine. Yeah, Machine is good for chopping samples and it's, it's, it's pretty cool, but um, Ableton, I like Ableton. Well. I've heard of Ableton, yeah. and I never heard of Machine. Mm-hmm. So you're a big, you're a big uh, sample user. Yeah, that's what I started. Yeah, like every CD I would find of my dad's, I would just try to sample everything because I wanted to be like you know that that time Kanye West and everybody was sampling. It was oh, it was okay then. Yeah, you it know? was it was a thing to do. <laughs> it was a thing to do. So that's what's what your favorite song to sample today? That you have sampled? Probably everything on the Three Day Weekend project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Albie Shore sample, um, and that's the title, the Moving to Houston one. Um, but I wasn't even planning on sampling that. I sent that sample to George. I was listening to 102 at work. And um, Albie Shore was here in town, and Candy Eastman was interviewing him. And she was like, well, I'm going to play some music. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm listening. I said, mm, never heard this one. So I shazammed it. Of course. <laughs> and I that shazammed becoming a hand. Yep. I sent it to George, and then George was like, nah, let me see what you can do with it. Mm. So, but I think right now, like 90s, the 90s, yeah. I mean, that's still lit to me. Yeah, that old era. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, do you find now that everybody's like trying to use old songs that is like oversaturated? Uh, more, more than, and it takes away from that, you know, that nostalgic feel, that yeah, that feeling. It's it's different. I don't know. It's just different from when Diddy was doing it, and we can we can see it because Diddy did it again with this album, with the album he recently dropped, and it's still it's a feeling. I don't know. Diddy have just that certain he puts records together mm-hmm. differently. Versus, like, when we hear the newest stuff, it's like, oh, okay, y'all just sample that and then y'all doing just the, do it together. Yeah, the regular melodies and, you know, and some of it jam, but it just don't give me that feeling like when Diddy does it because I feel like he's the originator of doing it. So it's like he just had, like you said, he just has that feel, that sound that you know, oh, this is a Diddy song. Yeah, you know, off the back, like, oh, this is Bad Boy, well, or Love Records. Mm, love, yeah, Love Records, yeah. yeah. So you just know. Do you find it? Do you find it hard being uh, a female in this, I guess, male-oriented uh, field genre of being a producer? Do you feel like you like are overlooked uh, a lot, even though your music might sound better? I know you said you were in the Space City Battles. You feel like some some of them was favored because you know if you didn't get chose because it was a dude doing it or anything of that nature. Um, not with the beat battles. 
But the B battles, no, because it was like I was standing right there and I'm mm. pressing play. So, and this is me. This I made this, and I'm going against you, and we're right here. That's just what it is. But when I got into the industry, like making music or collaborating and trying to be in the room with certain people, then that's when it's yeah, it's different being in the industry versus I got more love with. I feel like with showcases and beat battles versus trying to, when I got into the music industry, I feel like I'm overlooked. Like I'm, <laughs> I can be right here right. and saying that I made this track and still the person won't, I don't know. It's just like, they don't even, they don't acknowledge me. They'd rather talk to my production partner mm. about what's going on with the track or how they feel about the song versus talking to me about it. You feel like they're intimidated? I don't know if it's intimidation or it's just like, like it's a woman in the room and maybe when other women, maybe they're used to other women in the room being just in the room mm -hmm. and not being a part of the process. I mean, of course, like songwriters and stuff, but as a producer, maybe not so much. So I think, I'm, I don't think all the time it's intentional either. It's just like automatic, like, let me talk to the guy. Right. You know, because <laughs> they might not know the situation. You know, they always think it's a situation. I didn't know what y'all situation. Like, no, it, it's not like that. <laughs> Just, I'm here for a reason, you know, I'm and I'm work. trying to talk. I'm trying to interact. And it's like I'm having to force myself into conversation. Yeah, and that's something that you don't want to do. Mm. I understand. What's like a misconception? I ask artists this a lot. What's a misconception like from the producer side that a lot of people think, but it's not like really true? In a sense, um, like as far as the creative process, or in any 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 process that people might think, oh, the producer got it made, but it's like the misconception is totally no the skewed. Between between the producers and the songwriters, we are the most abused. Even the engineers, it's so wild. I don't know, like everybody so centered, you know, have their attention on the artists, and you know the entitlement of certain or some artists, we tend to get just thrown to the wolves and then thrown to the side. You know, it's like, I don't know. We're, we're very disrespected. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And it's all, it's a constant fight, but, um, yeah. And producers and you think just because we have a placement, that's automatic money. No, <laughs> that's not it. That's not the case either. But it's just really knowing the business. You have to learn the business or you're just going to keep getting messed over. Right. So, but that is definitely a misconception. It's like, oh, you got a song with Big Crit. Oh, I saw you in the studio with Dr. Dre. I know you you doing it big, but I'm really not. I'm still, I'm still. Scraping. Like, yeah. I'm still trying to make, you know, make a name for myself yeah. and build my brand and prove to myself that like this is. That's just I'm one of the stepping stones. Absolutely. Yeah. What's been your favorite uh, studio session to date that you can think of that you was like, oh, this is like, this is going to be one of them ones? Mm. It's always when I'm working with people that I actually, like, love and have, they see me as charity and as a producer as well. So it'll probably be maybe sessions with with Dante Higgins and my boy um, Dante, yeah, and Undergravity and just people that genuinely love me and love music and it's just all love when we're in the room, right? So that's why I always go back and I like to work with certain local artists because I feel like that's where the love and the respect is. And don't get me wrong, like working with big names is cool, but it's just nothing like working with your people, right? You know what I'm saying? The ones that are in the mud with you. Yeah. I feel you. And then see me as like, oh, that's that's charity. Like, right. I know she hard. You know how they go then versus going to a studio with a big name and I kind of got to just, you know, play my role and sit Just sit there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, don't want to do too much. Don't want to say too much. Yeah, because it's, it's so easy to do that. For sure. I can imagine. <laughs> it's so easy. So you have to be really mindful of, you know, how you present yourself first. But with my friends... I can be me. Now, do you have uh, work on, on Dante's new project? Um, 
Yeah. He's told me about it. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I am looking for. I saw him at uh Big Pokey's uh celebration mm-hmm. in the hood, and he told me he saw me. He's like, I got some. I say, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cause Dante yeah. a spitter. Dante is super talented. It's it's just why I don't even know how he come up with half the stuff he come I, up with. He said he don't even know. He was just like, really, honestly, is is God? Is <laughs> God like people like him? And then we think about people like Saha and how they come up with. I don't just I don't know how their mind works, but they say it just, just comes to So that's that half. How did you and Saha even link up? Like that's a dope collab. Um, through Mark Bird. Mark Bird was DJing for Saha. Mm. And me and Mark met through beat battles. He was the judge. So um once me and my old production partner, okay, who once we won the um beat battle in Atlanta, Mark was like, I'm gonna get y'all on this no dope on Sundays. Yeah. And sure enough, he kept his word and we got on there. Yeah. Did you ever sit in a studio session? With Saha? With Saha or you just had with emailing back and forth? Um, for for no dope, yeah, it was uh that one was more so an email, yeah, that, that was email because dope. I wasn't in Atlanta at the time, I was still here. That would have been a dope studio session to sit in and do yeah. no dope on Sunday. That's an amazing album, yeah. by the way. Hey. That's one of my favorite from that year. I just knew, I just knew we was gonna get nominated at least or something, but you know, but that same year, I think the the nip dropped. Yeah, that was the nip year. Mm-hmm. That was the nip year, and he got the Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was an amazing year. album, too. So Victory it was Live. Uh, yeah. So. You're in the Grammy Academy. Speaking of mm-hmm. being nominated, how was how that? You know, being a name that's, you know, one step closer to the ultimate goal that, you know, a producer and an artist set out to, you know, to do, even though people say, oh, I don't want no Grammy. Hey, come on now. We grew up watching the Grammys. Even. You know, as we get older, we we start to understand certain things. Now it's like mm-hmm. we don't want no Grammy, but if you had the opportunity, to if you were nominated, Grammy. you're gonna be excited about getting the Grammy. If you get invited to go to the Rock Nation brunch or go. Grammy party, mm-hmm. you're gonna be excited. Yeah. So I mean, let's not cap. <laughs> you know, we everybody wants to be, you know, wants an award for of course their talent. And being a part of the um, the Texas chapter, I felt like it was um, super important for me and my personal goals. I'm not going to sit in front and say, I don't want a Grammy. For sure. Yeah, I'm, that's just not, no. That's I, what you work for. Yeah. I don't care if it's a BET award, any award. like It's like a championship trophy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's pretty cool. Um, it's still fresh, but the, the dope thing about it was that Power Wall really wanted me to be a part of it. That's and, dope. Um, yeah, he was very adamant, like, we need more female producers. We need more women, you know. Oh, they don't have a lot in the in the chapter or in no. general? I don't think so. Mm. I think uh, as far as, like, Texas, it might be other ones, especially, like, you know, of course, musicians, but I, I think about me and Nell. We're a part of the um, Texas chapter. That's so, amazing. But, um, yeah, I think it's... It's another stepping stone. It's just sure. uh, playing chess. And you not you chess. have to sit and y'all go like meetings or what? Is, what all do y'all do? Y'all get to vote for yeah. for Grammys and stuff like that. Ooh. Yeah, we get the vote, but as far as like the the serious votes, I think you have to be on the board for that one. Oh, if okay. I'm not mistaken, but still, I do get to vote. Um, and they have you know like meetups and holiday parties or whatever, and then that's when you go and really network. And you, so you'll get to so you'll get to vote for this upcoming Grammy. Did you vote for this past? Um, no. Okay, so you get to, who? Yeah, that's so, dope. So, I'm like, who's in the who's out there? Who, for sure. What's the man? Now you got to go and do all Mike. your research. <laughs> Killer Mike. Killer. I'll vote that for sure. <laughs> dope project. That was hard. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of dope though, because I always wondered, you know, just being a part of the Grammy Academy, what all entails with being a part of the chapter and what all you get to do. I, I had a feeling that you got to vote for some things, but I was like, man, what all do you... And I get to talk to a Grammy uh, recording <laughs> participant. Yeah. Which is super dope. Do you find it difficult, you know, being creative 
and do you find it easy that does it come to you quickly or do you find it more more hard for it to just float out uh i'm i'm very um hot and cold yeah um anybody that has worked with me i'm pretty sure they'd be like charity one minute she on it one minute she not but no it doesn't the creative process is i really have to be in it or i need to see something new you know like i'm not the type that can sit at the table and make 70 beats right. a week right that's never been my thing but as far as like working on a project yeah if i'm if i have a theme if it you know has a concept or if i'm i don't know if it strikes me creatively then i'm all in you know i like to see the whole thing through right but um is it hard for me to be creative i wouldn't say no but again, I just have to experience something to make me be like, yeah, this is it. Or right, have some a type jump of start. Goal. Yeah, just a jump start. I just need a, a little starter. That's all. A little kickstart. Mm-hmm. What do you usually like listen to to get into like your zone of, of creating and, and getting going? Like, what do you, or do you listen to anything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I listen to American Gangster. Um, Highly slept on Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm like, that's up there for me. <sighs> I still don't know how people slept on that. That's a great yeah. album. That's one of my favorite whole albums. Absolutely. Album. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then you have the Hitman producing. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. For a movie soundtrack, For that was, I still call that a whole album. Like, That's that was great. That is an album, and it's up there for me for, like, as far as whole albums. Um, Stevie Wonder, um, Inner Visions. I mm. go back to that. Um, I go back to... Destiny's Child. I go back to stuff that that I fell in love with when I was younger. Um, A. Marie, All I Have. Mm. Um, yeah, I go back. That's real bad. Ready yeah. to Die. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, I just love music, but I it's the feeling. You know what I'm saying? So, but American Gangsta is like the number one where I go. And then um, Beyonce's Lemonade mm. or Four. I don't think I've ever jammed Lemonade. I haven't jammed Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Dang, Beyonce. I'm sorry. Yeah, you gotta at least you gotta watch the visuals for Lemonade. Did you go to uh, the Renaissance tour? Yeah, I went twice. Twice. <laughs> I went twice. Yep, in Vegas, and then the second night here. Which one was better, Vegas I or mean, here? I know it's the hometown, but which was better? Yeah, but she, you can you can tell she was very happy to be back. I don't know how long it's been since Beyonce. Came back to Houston, but yeah, she was in it. She hit the South Side, so I mean, mm. but now you can tell she was loose and she was just being herself. Yeah, but it was a great, amazing show. Nobody's out doing Beyonce. Nobody. Dang, she said she went to two. I wasn't expecting you to say two shows. I wasn't expecting me to go to two shows, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how <laughs> she a that's fan fan. Oh yeah. What do you or what are you listening to now? Uh, besides, you know, you going back to listen to American Gangster and Stevie and all that. What are you listening to now? What, what's getting through your ears? Other than that three-day weekend. <laughs> yeah, three-day weekend. Uh, I've really been back in that bag, that old bag. I, I went back. Or anything Summer Walker. I really like Summer Walker. Oh, I love Summer um, I could listen to Summer Walker all day. Yeah. I really could. I miss her and London being together because that first album was so hard. <laughs> I, I I post on my on my story all the time. I think that nobody else is probably one of her favorite one of my favorite songs from her. It's like maybe a top three song from mm-hmm. her. Perfect, perfect song. The way it it, it just fits her through all the way from the beginning to the end. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I get deeper. I go deeper. Yeah, but yeah, I, I go nobody else. Session thirty two always up there. I'm trying to think. I like uh, it's so many mm-hmm. uh, girls. Need, it's just uh, so many. Yeah, it's playing games. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what's the kill that bitch? Oh uh, yeah, the her, her and Janae, her and Janae song. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I she might be crazy on the outside, but the girl can make some music. Yeah, she can make. Some music. <laughs> she, can, she, she can make songs. She can make. She can make some music. To, I don't know. That's hard. I can't think right now, but I'm sure it's somebody. What's been your favorite 
beat to make so far? And for who? Um, probably for when my project come out a little later. <laughs> Maybe the stuff that I'm making for for my um stuff. I think Charity got a project coming out. You know, I don't want to talk about it just yet. But we what gonna... you doing? <laughs> what you doing? We gonna you rapping on that joint? No, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. it's gonna be. I look at people like DJ Khaled. I look at Metro Boomin. So I'm like... Why not? Why not me? Yeah, I'm a producer and I DJ. It makes sense. I know all these, you know, local artists in Houston. I see, as we're listening to your curated playlist, Houston Heat, like, what made you... Is that what really inspired you to to start the playlist? Was you creating your, your album or was it just all coincide? Um, it was more so when we were looking into playlists like how to get our music on there. We were trying For to sure. get Dante music on there and seeing the process and the cost and the, the politics and yeah. all that. I was just like, I can create my own. Yeah, create, a, create my own and put his music on there. And, you know, hopefully people will listen. And then um, it's I feel like it's so many hidden gems here. You didn't put me on there. What? I got a song. You ain't put my song, song on there. I'm just joking. I'm about to say, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear it. Is it worthy? No, just Is it worth- <laughs> You should just put it on there because it's me. I know. I know. I'm used to need. <laughs> I might need to do a podcast playlist. Hey, man, listen. I'm telling you. Yeah. We got to, like you said, there's a lot of hidden gems here in the Absolutely. city that people sleep on. That's why I try to. You know, give the platform to to you guys to just really just so people can see and hear y'all and, and get a fla- a taste of y'all's flavor, put y'all on stage for shows and stuff like that. Cause it's like nobody really just doing that in the city to just push it out there even more. So why not? It's appreciated. I mean, other people are doing it. I sit and watch YouTube more than I watch regular TV, Back. and I'm watching podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm watching interviews or I'm watching the creative interviews, just the little, you know, clips that they put together. And I'm like, we have it here in the city, but we have to use our resources. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't keep complaining. Houston is Houston don't do that. If we don't like, push ourselves up. You're not even trying to fool with the people that are giving you your flowers. Bullseye. You're ready to make it on Drink Champs and you're not even consistent. <laughs> you, know? you know, like you want to look at that, but you have to take advantage of, you know, the hidden gems we have here. So... That was another thing with the playlist. It wasn't just about me or just about Dante. It was about the people I feel like that are going hard out here. Yeah. But they they're not being recognized. Like people either you wanna know or you don't wanna know. Facts. But if you wanna know, they're here. They they are definitely so. here. Like you just gotta go search for Mickey Woods. Yeah. Tim Woods, Rocky Banks. You know, we have so much George Young, mm-hmm. Freddie ING, Why is the Legend. We have so much talent here. It's like, if you just don't dig, keep digging throughout the surface, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely find I can see you on Rhythm Roulette. Have you I, ever seen that? You know what? We were trying to get on there for I can see you on there. I don't even know if they're still doing they, it. They do. I follow Massive I follow Massive They haven't done it in a while, yeah. but I follow Massive Pill on YouTube. They, they brought it back. Uh, during the summer, maybe the springtime, I saw because I said it, me and my homeboy used to watch it heavy, and I was like, "Bro, they brought back rhythm, uh, rhythm roulette." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my favorite one was uh, Ninth Wonder. <laughs> he <laughs> he <crazy>. smoked it. <laughs> he went crazy. He smoked. <laughs> Who was that? That was in the. Um, was it Just Blaze that was in that um, that store that store studio setup? And they had people watching. I was think it, yeah, him, I think it was, was just Blaze. Manny Fresh, or was it just Manny Fresh? That's yeah. who it was. Who Manny Fresh. I want to say it was Manny Fresh. I but knew I it was one Blaze of them. Did one too, though. Yeah, they. But Knife Wonder smoked. smoked like, he went it. crazy. I don't know. I don't know how many beats he made in that matter of time. And Denon Porter, Denon Porter is alien. Like D twelve, crazy. Who's your favorite producer? That, that's hard. I know it is. It's so like many. One producer. I say, give me your, your top five. I say top five. That's that's still hard. I that's hard. I know all over it's, the place. It's so many. I be inspired. It just depends. Like okay, growing up, growing up, I was inspired by 
I go way back. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Terry Lewis they and could, Jimmy Jam. They, they couldn't do no wrong. They they me. they gave Janet J- Jackson the sauce. Oh yeah, they gave her. Oh my all god, the sauce, and it was great. Great sauce. <laughs> it was like great. Prego. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And, and then okay, so that was that, and then of course Timberland. Mm. I've never. I remember. This is when, you know, videos was the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch videos all day. All day, every day. My mom would be like, hey. You got to go outside. You got you need to see the sun. Facts. Facts. Because I would literally watch videos from sun, sun up, up sundown. We was, was in front of that TV. something on. That's when MTV was really showing videos oh, all day. Yeah. Facts. And if you made it on TRL, you really made it. You was out of there. <laughs> you was out of there. You was out of like, there. Like, when we first seen... Was it Beyonce on TRL or Destiny's Child? One of them, I was like, okay. They maybe. gone. But when we first seen... Uh, Switch the house on 106 mm-hmm. Park. I was like, Oh, they done for. They out of here. We out of here. Tip it on four foes. On four foes. I never here. Purple stuff. Purple I remember when stuff. that debuted on there. But um, kids will never know about TRL and 106. Listen, but um, Timbaland, of course. Mm. Oh man, then Pharrell had his era. Pharrell had an era. Yay. Yay had had his era. He had an era. Then of course you already know Dr. Dre. Of course. Had, you got a picture where you was, you couldn't leave him out. You got a picture because... Yeah. I mean... You can't leave him out. Amazing. Goat status. And then now I'm like... Were you out of body when you met him? Yeah, I, I was I was nervous as hell. Yeah. My stomach was hurting. Because I was just like... So it started because doing the showcases and beat battles, but I was a fan of Focus. Mm. Focus, and uh, at that time, I remember in college, he produced uh, Marsha Ambrosius. Uh, was it? Is it called Yours Truly? Yes. Yes. Smoked that mixtape. When I say me and my best friend Alex wore it out. It's a so, great Marsha Ambrosius project. Man. So yeah, when I I'm saw that he was judging the beat battle, I was almost trying not to fangirl out. That was just with Focus. Yeah. But it's Focus. Like, I call him Uncle Focus. Shout out to Uncle Focus. <laughs> but, um... Plugged in. Just meeting him, and he's such a nice guy. Very genuine. Just so humble. Like, I don't know. Talking to him, you forget it's like... I'm like, you're focused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're focused. You top dog. You one of them top yeah, dogs. he one of them ones. He made Beyonce's, uh, yes. Mm. I said yes to... I mean, it just... It just keep going, but, um... On the first album? Yes. And Respect My Conglomerate? I mean, it just, the list goes on, but meeting him, so going to L.A. and just watching him work, I don't even remember what he was working on at the time. There's no telling, but um, he was like, all right, yeah, we're going to go to, he was just running it down, like, what we were about to do, and then he just went, yeah, we're going to go to to the studio. So I'm thinking, like, we already in the studio. Mm. So, <laughs> you know. What studio are we going what, to? Yeah, I was just like, ah. So I'm texting Mark like, What's, what you think he's talking about? You think it's going to happen? Because Mark had already met him before. And he was like, just be prepared. You never know. So that just made my stomach bubble. Because that was, <laughs> you know. Because you time, never know. Because you like, bro, I could just, I could be minutes away, hours away from meeting Dr. Dre. Like one of my yeah. inspos. And like, he's so, he's still so into music and so passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. All these years he later, be ready. he's still going to work, hard working. He's going to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's hard working, and whatever you play from him for him, it better be hard as well. Yeah, because so, he's going to come with it. Yeah, or yeah, he's going to tell you if it's whack or not. So I was a little stressed you need out. That. But it was a, a... That only makes you better when they absolutely. tell you the truth. Absolutely. So that's how that happened, and it was through focus, and it was probably one of the best experiences of my production career. Did he give you any advice that you took with you? He gave, yeah. He's He gives a lot of advice about production, life, or just period. You know, like somebody with that much wisdom and, you know, just considering his age as well, too. I feel like older people always talk in mm-hmm. wisdom. It's always something. Everything that comes out Some their mouth is like a gem. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, let me not forget that. Let me write this in my notes, so. Yeah, it was a blessing. It was it was really cool. That's dope. I was this week years old when I found that you produced uh, George's Company. Oh yeah, and that's my song. Really? <laughs> that yeah, 
How did you do for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. George, you floated on that song, number one. But that beat, I was to that this week years old when I found that out. Wow. That company is... Didn't read the credits. Now that they have them on Apple Music, I can go back and read them. Okay, okay. So yeah, I'm not Let on nothing. Yeah, I'm not on. I'm not on nothing else. They don't have no credit. So now they got the credit, so I can see who produced. But man, oh man, that be like. Did you know when you were making that? I knew after because the thing was that was the last beat I made mm. um, for that project. And it was because he was like, I'm, I want something like um, Platinum Chanel, mm. something like that. And I was just like, hmm? Okay. Yeah, he wanted something that yeah. felt good. So I went back home, and I was just like, hmm? let me figure it out. And I just start playing with certain sounds and samples. And that was me on the, the vocoder <laughs> doing the vocals in the background. Mm. So, yeah. So I was like, okay. You want something to feel good, and I always run to like the Cali sound if you want it to feel good. But you know, Cali and Houston have that connection already, so for sure. I was like, so this will work for George. For sure. He heard it, he went crazy. You and you and George are like, you know, uh, Shaq and Kobe, man. Y'all y'all don't miss. Y'all don't. Miss. How? Uh, when did you find out y'all was y'all was kinfolk? Y'all was y'all was real that was family. Wild. <laughs> that was crazy. I'm like, that is nuts. Did, were y'all working together already before y'all yeah, knew this? Absolutely. <laughs> That's it's even been doper. Years we've been working together already. And that was my first time going to my family reunion. See? That's yeah, why. Yeah, on that's, that's the Louisiana people, side. That's why you people need to go to the family go reunion. To family reunion. You never know who might be in the family. Okay. You might be related to Michael Jordan or somebody. You never know. Mike might pull up. You want to hoop? Nigga, who was you? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah, man. It was crazy. But yeah, we was our, we was working to, me and George been working together since I was still was I still at Prairie View? Mm. That's where we met while I was still at Prairie View. Yeah. And y'all was working then. And then y'all found out after that that y'all was yeah, related. George That's was like dope. my my sensei at the time because uh, I wasn't really that really good at making beats yet. But he was like, "Man, listen to some of my music," and I thought it was just gonna be like the typical, you know, mm-hmm. H town mm-hmm. uh, music. But the first song, the first song that played, dang, was MySpace still out? I feel like Favorite Disc came on, mm. and I was like, "This sound like Lupe. This is nuts." Like, <laughs> and I had hit him. I said, you produced this? And that's really you rapping? He was like, yeah, man, just come by the studio, yada, yada. So I went by there, and he just started showing me the ropes of production. Yeah. And that's it started. It really got serious with that. And then I started, man, I was staying up so late, not going to sleep. My mom was questioning, like, "What's what's what is this about?" Uh-uh. Yeah, I need you to focus on school. <laughs> Why are you still up? You doing this and all this and that? So yeah, that's how. It's. So George was really the start. The one, now he's the spark the plug. Oh yeah, yep. From George, and then doing the the beat battles, and then the showcases, and traveling. And I'm back here. And that's how it all works. How'd you get into uh, what really got you started into DJing? Um, you enjoy that more than than producing. DJing is fun. The beats are already made. The songs are already made. You know what sounds good. Like I just know what song's gonna go. Yeah. What's yeah. the hardest part of DJing? Just finding the right song, the tempo, the bounce. What What's the hardest part of it? Um, the hardest part. Uh, it just depends. Like. Keeping, you have to keep the crowd engaged. You don't want to be playing stuff and everybody start leaving the dance floor. So you really have to read the crowd. It's really an art to DJing. So for a while, it took me a minute to start taking it serious because I don't play around with with anybody's art. And people might think DJing is just press and play, but it's not. <laughs> you know, and it I have so more much respect than that. Yeah. for... DJs, especially DJs that use tables. Like, I think about, you know, we think about the beginning of hip-hop. 
how they were literally making the loop. Mm-hmm. Like you think about a jam, Master J or uh Jazzy uh Jazzy Jeff. Jeff. What? So I for a while I wouldn't even call myself a DJ. I'm just like, nah, I'm yeah. a charity. Providing you the vibes and the sound, the sound, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I don't go by DJ charity work. I just, you know. But um, when I started, but when I first started, it was really just awesome, like, because I needed the money right away. Easy so I money. keep investing in my Yourself. production yeah. equipment, so. Yeah. Easy money. But What's now your, I'm like, this This is fun. What's been your favorite event to, to DJ so far? I like DJing, um, like, events like um, listening parties. I don't know. I like anything. That was the first time I met you, even though we were talking before yeah. that oh, at yeah. uh, Fred and Rocky's listening party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like DJing more intimate stuff versus I, I haven't did, like, a club or anything. I don't I don't think that's something that, that I... That you do? Yeah, I like more intimate stuff or, like, events and... I even like doing the corporate, so that's yeah, you know, easy, easy going. But I'm I like DJing events where we trying to create an experience for sure. Yeah. Now you uh, you 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 were on something that dropped today, the uh, the listening party we were here for. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you stop? Dang, I'm trying to remember, and I have it downloaded. I don't want to go to it. I was trying to remember it in my phone with, without <laughs> having to go to it. That's my fault. God, dog. Okay, but I know what you. You know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. How'd that come? How'd that come about? <laughs> I feel. I feel like an un, unreliable journalist. No, it's Razor Sharp. Hey, Razor Sharp Dre. Yes. I, I had a brain fart. Sorry, Razor Sharp Dre. <laughs> Salute. No, that's like that's like my brother, and I don't. You know, when I think about Dre, we went to high school together. For real. So that's dope. Yeah. Y'all got a long-standing friendship. Yeah, but what's crazy, it's not like we kept in touch. Yeah. We got back in touch after I saw Chucky Trio. This is why I was in Atlanta. And I saw Chucky Trio, and I said, what is this? He in Houston? I'm missing out on this. I'm in Atlanta, you know, trying to infiltrate somebody mm-hmm. else's wave and click. But he in Houston, and he hard like that? He in my backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and I saw Dre... In the, uh, you know, like in the mix with him. So I hit Dre like, hey, I know it's been a minute, but what's up with your guy Chucky? So since then, he like linked us. Yeah. And, yeah, and then that's when we was talking music. And because I've been seeing him, like we never stopped following each other on um, on social media. So I knew he was doing music, but I didn't really know he was doing production. I knew more so. I thought he was going to do like live sound and... um. Of course, engineering. Yeah. But once um, I came down here and visited, and I was in a session with him and Chucky, and I was hearing what they were working on, I was just like, oh, shit. Lock me in, please. I was really, I was begging Chucky, like, please get on my production. I want to work with you. Exactly. But then, we, you know, he passed away. But um, me and Dre been locked in for, like, since then. Yeah. And y'all created magic. Yeah. The Vault Volume One the is Vault out. The Vault Volume One, and um, I helped co-produce um, "Salute" mm-hmm. um, featuring um, Stopper and Dante. And Dante, man, I said when my boy sent it to uh, my music group today, I said I went through the uh, the track list, and I saw it was Stop and Dante. I said Stop and Dante, mm-hmm. and then I saw the credits. I saw, I said, oh ho, man! But what's crazy? That's not even. I don't even. I don't remember the original song I was supposed to get on. I think Dre just sent me that like. Listen to this. This is what Dante did, and I said, "Let me add to that. Yeah. Let me let me add to let that. Me let me make this him. cinematic. Yeah, that whole little drop Stretch with it strings and all that. That's you. That, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Like, let me let me paint this picture. Let me help. But the the song was already fire. So you just added your little touches. Yeah, I just added my little. Sometimes that's all it takes, though. That's all it needed. That's all it needed. It really didn't need much, but I was just like, I wanted to. I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, sure. So how did Three Day Weekend with you and George come about? Three fire songs. Y'all dropped it Labor Day Weekend, which was the perfect time to drop it. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. A little vibe. Mm-hmm. How did, how did that come about that 
that y'all just dropped this this masterpiece. Well, again, like I said, I was listening to 102. 102. At work. You know, I can listen to everything else, but I, 102, don't, they don't loop everything. Of I course. I'm going to hear some different stuff. Of course. You're going to hear that good old school. <laughs> you're going to hear some old school. You're going to hear 90s. Because, you know, that's considered old school now, and that, that breaks my heart. No. Oh, no, we're not. We're, we're getting a little season. We like fine wine. <laughs> I'm 35, and I'm a fine wine. Yeah, we really, you know, this the best age. We came up, we got old school and 90s. Now we got, well, Listen. 2000s. We got it all. We got all the good stuff. Charity might be right behind me in age-wise. We're like a fine wine. Don't don't get it twisted. Just don't get it twisted. Yeah, we here. Yeah, we here. So listening to that, and then, like I said, I sent him the sample, and he was like, nah, you do it. And at that time, I wasn't even really... I don't know. I, I kind of took a, a little break yeah. <laughs> from music. A little hiatus. Life was, yeah, life was life. And That's it. I was kind of second guessing myself as a producer and in the music industry. Like, do I still want to be a part of this? And it's almost, I don't know. It was just crazy. So the timing was really, George really brought me back. He, he brought me back to life. He brought her back again. Yeah. And so um, I produced that one. I sent him that beat. And, you know, George have, he come up with the best concepts, especially when it's around, like, Houston. Mm -hmm. He got that in the bag. Mr. Houston himself. <laughs> yeah, he got that in the bag. So he sent me another beat. And I was like, okay, we're going to uh, use this one. And But I didn't, it didn't, it wasn't supposed to be necessarily a project. Mm. I just ended up making another beat since I was like, I said, okay, I'm, in, I'm getting in the groove. I'm going to send him another beat. And that beat was um, Friday Night Friday Bounce. Friday Night Bounce, what you're listening to right now. <laughs> Friday Night Bounce. And that's when he was like, one more, this is a project. He's yeah. Like, Screw my beat. Scrap that. We're not going to use that. I want you to produce the last one. And we're going to name it, I'm thinking, Three Day Weekend. Like, he just on the spot. I'm just like. Okay. Those George's drums on Friday Night Bounce? No, that's all me. That's all you? George didn't touch anything. I let him I let him be an artist. I let him relax. Perfect. Yeah. So that's how it came about. And the concept was dope. We knew Labor Day was coming up. So it's like, mm, we, and who don't? And we want to feel good music. George is really good with that as well. Mm -hmm. like he knows how to put together feel good music that... Men and women can, wouldn't mind yeah, jamming. Can both listen to mm -hmm. and be and be comfortable with. Absolutely. Yeah. Y'all have any more in the works or is that it? Um, I don't want to say no, mm. but right now we just, yeah, we're just trying to keep, you know, legs on three-day weekend. Keep for sure. Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Y'all doing any visuals for it? That's, we're planning on it. Oh, uh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Hey, gotta, you know, they gotta, gotta have the visual with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If you need a um a male honey for the video, hey George, I'm out here, baby. I'll be throw at the H. I ain't I ain't wearing no Astros hat and all that. No Texans jersey, no Rockets jersey. But I'll throw at the not even the Astros. Go Yankees. Coming from. I'm I'm a Yankees fan. Where is this energy coming from? I'm not I don't know We was just vibing And then it just Kind of turned <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on George's case nah. me, me and him Have a good back and forth About Houston sports George knows my My disdain With <laughs> with Houston sports It's frustrating I feel for you guys It's frustrating But, but you know I, have, I came back Y'all are getting better on, on all fronts, y'all get them better. Texans look all right. You know, I didn't grow up a Texans fan though. What did man. you grow up a Cowboy fan? No. Oilers. You with the you OG? Oilers, but Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers. He a terrible. Y'all got y'all got spanked last week. Yeah, that was shocking. But you know, everybody need a win. Everybody deserve a win. Everybody and deserve I feel like a win. The Texans needed that <laughs> more than y'all did. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, uh, I didn't know you was a little Steelers fan. My dad, my dad is a hardcore Steelers fan. Got the terrible tie. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm a Patriots fan. Uh -huh. Patriots fan. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's so what? I'm so disappointed. 
disappointed, Jer. Why? Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. God, the Patriots. I just Yes. No, I just can't. I don't mind Tom Brady, but ugh, they just so no. But I mean, y'all in the same boat as the Texans. Hey, hey, hey now. Hey, hey, hey now. Y'all holding on. Y'all holding on for deal. Y'all ain't got a quarterback right now. But Kenny Hurt. Do we ever? <laughs> Hold on now. Nothing new. Y'all, y'all, hey, y'all gonna get rid of my dog, Tomlin. Don't get rid of my dog just because he having a bad season you so they far. Looking, they... they be trying to get my dog up out of here for the last couple of seasons. Y'all for it. He ready for Tomlin to go? <laughs> He's he not doing what he needs what needs to be done. <laughs> Dang it. You know it's bad when the black man said get rid of the black man. Yeah, you know he gotta go. It's about the it's about the sport. It's about the team. It ain't even about race at this point. You know it you know it's bad when the when a black man tell the black man, hey. Yeah, he want him out of there. Your time is up, Jack. Dang, Pop. I, but I understand. It happens. It be like that. Anybody that you're looking forward to to working with that you haven't worked with in the city yet, that that you were like, man, I would love to work with this person. The- I can see you and Ken the Man working together. Yeah, man. Oh man. Ken the Man is so dope. She's so dope. Hey, Ken. How are you? Hey, girl. Hey. Shout out because. What, what's her name? Contavia. Is that her real name? Contavia. Uh- Hi. How you doing, ma'am? <laughs> I'm just gonna be polite. Oh, I'm just gonna put the government out there. Yeah, How you Ken. doing, ma'am? I would love to see y'all two work together. I'm trying to get her on the, on the uh, podcast. How you doing to her manager? How you doing, ma'am? Hope y'all's tour is going great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Meg the Stallion. You and Meg? I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I like Meg. I don't know. I mean, out the city. We, that, that's Don Tolliver. Come on. Mm. Hey, Don. I could see you and Don working together. That'd be dope. That'd be a dope collab. John, a part of the dream collab. That's crazy. That's the dream. It's, yeah, dream trial. Of course, Beyonce. We're gonna shoot for the stars, and we're gonna land on one of them. B, B and J is like my number. Oh, Mary J. Blige, but she's not from the city. I'm just saying. Mm. Just thinking of people. Yeah, from the city and all in the world. I can see Beyonce on one of your beats. That'd be a nice little. Oh yeah, I will see. Nice I little would vibe. Have to, yeah, tra- I'll transform for Beyonce. Yeah. Because I know, you know. What she looking for. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be a nice little vibe. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, we're just going to keep speaking into existence. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's so, it. That's all. But I'm trying, yeah, definitely kidding me enough. I've been aiming. I've been shooting shots. I'm, I'm going to keep shooting. It's going to land. It's going to land. It's going to land. So we getting a project from you from the, before the end of the year or what mm-hmm. we doing? I don't know. Uh, you keeping that under wraps? I don't know. We'll Man, I thought she was going to spill the bean. I thought, she, I, thought I was going to get her, y'all. <laughs> thought I was going to get her. I thought I was going to get her off her, her, her pivot. Did not work. We'll see. We'll see. But I am working. We're going to have merch for this this project? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get nothing out of her. I thought I might be able to get a little bit, just a tad. I'm, I'm... She keeping it mum for real. Yeah. I wanted to... I... I want it to happen. So. Mm. I want. How many tracks can we be expecting? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Just yet. But we'll see. But I am working, and I feel like it's necessary. Honestly, at at this point in my career, it's really time for me to show who I am as a producer and yeah. as a person. And rarely do I, you know, I don't say much. I just sit back and chill. But I think. Are you gonna be here talking your shit? Oh, she gonna get her diddy on. No, it's oh <laughs> shit now. Now listen, I'm not gonna be an artist. I'm not doing that. But I am gonna showcase, you know, what I can do. And I feel like three day weekend sparked mm. a lot of that. So that's where I'm at with it. How often are you working? Are you working every day on 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 music, or how often do you? Mm-hmm. I'm. I just been doing it like when it comes to me. I don't. I'm. I've always been forcing things when it comes to production, mm. and I think that's why I got frustrated, the chase, chasing placements and doing all that. So now I'm like, when it feels good, when I feel like creating, that's when I'm going to create. When I'm gonna create. Do you, do you, when, when it comes to you, do you have to do it right then and there, or do you have, like, a time frame, like, before it 
in your mind runs out, like the juice runs out, or do you have yeah. to just hop on it? That's the only thing I, that that gets frustrating about myself. I get on my own nerves with that because it's like when I'm in it, like I said, when I'm in it, I'm I'm a thousand percent in it. But when I'm like out of the zone, yeah, it's like ugh, I have to go do something or like I've been going to museums and galleries, and, yeah, and get inspired by. You know, other people's art or just seeing something different and trying to do food. Maybe that'll spark something or listen to a genre I don't listen to. to. Yeah. You got to come out to the ladies night I'm throwing. Okay. October 21st. October 21st, Trash Panda Drinking Club ladies night. Have seven of the most talented artists, lady artists here in the city that you haven't seen that you haven't heard. Oh, your uh, cover artist, she's live painting, as a matter of fact, for from Three Day Weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. Liz yeah. is painting, uh, Liz. live painting. Um, we'll have live painting uh, October the 21st throughout the performances. Have Alexis Finley, uh, Liv, the beautiful Key, um, Rihanna. I'm trying to remember them all at the top of my head. What did I say? Alexis Finley, Liv, the beautiful Rihanna. key, Brianna. Oh, that's R- four. Rihanna, I have to say Rihanna. I mean, I ain't got the money just yet. It's okay, we just put it Soon, out there. Soon, Rihanna will be on a bill. Uh, real cold-hearted, Cole. I got two more artists. Oh my God, uh, Kate, and who is the last artist? Oh, Aisha K. I remember them all without having to look at my phone. That's how good I am. I'm still good. With sounds provided by DJ LC, Curated Vibes, Ladies Night Edition. We outside. It's going to be fun, man. Show starts at 10 p.m. Um, Saturday evening. Y'all not doing much. Pull up, man. It's free. If it ain't free, it ain't me. We're going to have some fun. It's right outside of downtown off of Edison Street. Trash Panda Drinking Club. You might see Charity there. You'll see me there for sure. But we're going to have some fun. You know, maybe you get some some new inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for it. Yeah. Our city is full of it. It's full of talent. Behind any any door that you look, mm-hmm. there's some talent there. I tried to get her to spill the beans on the new project <laughs> that she has coming, the merch. I tried. I even tried to get her to spill the beans on what she's doing tomorrow. Wasn't working. I tried, folks. You. But if it happens, I will be back. <laughs> if and when it does and if it don't but if it do and it might and it will I know who to come to hey <laughs> I like that and she done been on other podcasts so I love that exclusive yes <laughs> it worked I, I get the exclusive for y'all not for me it's for y'all it's all for y'all man before we get out of here Charity you want to give all your socials where they can listen to 3 Day Weekend where they can follow you book you all the good stuff where they can just reach out to you. Yeah. No creeps. No creeps in the DMs. <laughs> no creeps. Just business business professionals only. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for I that. had to throw that disclaimer look, out. I, I feel you. I appreciate it. Look, bodyguard. Got to. My, my security right here. He said what he said. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, everything is at its charity work. I-T-S, Charity Work. Everything spelled correctly. Um, Three-day weekend, streaming on all platforms. Um, The Vault, uh, Razor Sharp Dre, The Vault, Volume, I can't talk today. Wow. Razor Sharp Dre. (laughs) It's kind of catchy. Tongue twister. (laughs) Um, The Vault, Volume 1. Oh, my gosh. Out everywhere. Um, salute co-produced by your girl and more stuff on the way I'm gonna just say just more stuff on the way and um, she won't let me know but she'll be back she said <laughs> and the Houston Heat playlist go jam Houston Heat playlist curated by yours truly it's um, everywhere Spotify, Spotify Tidal Apple everywhere go jamming then you might catch me DJing somewhere do you update that often? It's about time for an update. But yeah, I try to keep it updated as much as uh people keep their music <laughs> flowing, growing and flowing. For sure. 
And I'm looking to collab with um what? with me. <laughs> yes. I'm coming down, sipping candy. Man, come on, you know me. I'm real dandy. Man, come on, you know me. I'm handy like Randy. That's it. That's all y'all get. I can't give y'all too much. <laughs> that was some real Houston shit. <laughs> And I started to back down, but I couldn't think of nothing else to rhyme. You said all of Andy. I saw her bobbing her head over here at the corner of my eye. like Toy Story like Andy. I couldn't. Oh, know. that's what I'm talking about. Man riding candy. You feel me? H-Town. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Already. Oh, man, hold up. Man, you know you really go hard. Everybody hit that man. Man. Yeah, that's how you know we that's real H-Town veterans. <laughs> Veterans out here from the city. For real. That's all we can do. We can know how to be. Follow her everywhere. It's charity work. Go listen to the playlist uh, on Apple Music. Do you have a YouTube? Do you have anything on YouTube? Everything is it's charity work. It's Everything. charity work. Go go support. Google. Go support. Um, if you know, oh she has a playlist on on. Spotify. I don't know if it's on Apple of all the songs that she's it's on produced. Apple and Spotify. It's on both. The playlist is called Charity Working. Charity Working. <laughs> and it's you'll see some people that you be like, wait, she Yes. She a superstar in her own right, man. I, I give flowers to where they where the flowers need to be given. Once I saw Crizzle and Jack Harlow, besides Dante Higgins, George Young, and, and Rocky Banks, when I saw Jack Harlow. Did you, didn't I hear you or see you read somewhere that you worked with Drake? No. Oh, okay. See, but I mean, I was I, I was trying to give you I was trying to give you your flowers. No Drake, no Drake, no. Drake. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to give you your flowers. Why? Uh, no. No. Drake. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm just <laughs> just putting it out. <sighs> hey, I. I'll take it. That's it. I'm just putting it out there. I thought I heard that. See? You never know what you might hear, man. I want to thank Charity once again. It's Charity Work for pulling up for episode 136, man, on one-on-one with Germ. Uh, as always, follow me everywhere. Uh, one-on-one with Germ. Except for Twitter, it's WTH on there. They won't let me get all 15 characters. But follow me everywhere. One-on-one with Germ. Follow FOMO Podcast Network. All the dope podcasts on there. Go back and do your research, do all your homework on all the old podcasts. You might hear George Young on four or five podcasts that I have. Go back and do all your homework, man. I got 136 episodes. Um, as always, stay positive, pray, um, blessings and manifest, man. Till the next time, episode 137, we gone. Peace. Man, hold up. H-Time, representer already. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. I truly appreciate it. This whole you. time I was not looking at the camera. I'm just like, oh, you good.